millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the podcast of you, me, and a poltergeist. Poltergeist. We're here on a nice and calm 10.40pm. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. Conversation got boring. I don't know this song. Said to go on a bed soon. So I snuck off to your bedroom. Ah, uh, yeah, now I know this song. And I thought I'd just wait there. Is this a song about come s- off the stage. sex? I pretended I was sleeping. <laughs> is this how this whole podcast could go? Hoping you were creeping. All right, so... It's five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, it's five o'clock in the morning. You haven't heard it, have you? No. It's... It, I, it's I think it's... bells, but then the, the bells... The T-Pain and Lily Allen song. Or it's Wiz Khalifa. One of those. <laughs> One of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey guys. Hello. It's been a while. It's been a week. It's been a week. <laughs> Usually we record these a bit earlier than the day we're about to release them. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's not the day we're going to release well, them. A couple of days. So. We're cutting it close. Cutting it close. But. It's all my fault, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, we've I've been, been busy doing stuff. I've had insomnia. Insomnia. So I'm fatigued. The demon's keeping you up at night. Probably, or it's fucking Priscilla. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Pazuzu. I'm like, wow, we're still running that joke. It's still going the Pazuzu joke. Three episodes in and we're hitting them Pazuzu notes. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to do something else for this episode, but something that we didn't realise in previous episodes was that Two of the most influential... Well, one I already knew was faster. But another one of the most influential people in the paranormal community passed away recently. Yes, so we are going to do this podcast in memory of Lorraine Warren, who just passed away on the 18th of April this year, 2019. Um, She passed away peacefully in her sleep at the age of 92. If you're wondering who the heck that is, you may recognise the names from... All of the Conjuring movies, because they're all based off her and her husband, Ed, and Lorraine Warren, uh, their stories and experiences in their life with the paranormal. Yes. They actually founded the New England Society for Psychic Research in 1952. Otherwise known as NESPA. It is one of the oldest ghost hunting groups in New England. We should create a ghost hunting group. No, we're already doing it. We're already doing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty certain that at one point, doing this podcast, we're going to conjure up something. You know, I'm <laughs> hesitant to agree with you, but... I wouldn't put it past us. Time will tell, I suppose. With my negative energy. And my super positive energy, we'll just create a tornado of energy. It's like a magnet of energy. I'll summon like an angel. You summon the demon and we'll just have like a... summon the fallen angel, otherwise known as (laughs) Satan. (laughs) Kidding, that's me. You're Satan. Oh, perfect. Makes sense, right? you heard it here first, folks. Our first (laughs) guest on the show. Satan himself or herself. Hello, how are you? Pretty good. Lord Darkness. uh... Please, Satan's fine. Lord Darkness is my father. (laughs) Okay. You have a father? No. 
I'm a fucking fallen angel bitch. I'm made out of clouds. And then I got my wings taken away. I thought you were going to say I'm made out of clay for some reason. I was like... "Mm." I'm probably made out of clay now. I'm stuck in limbo. In limbo? Isn't he stuck in limbo? I don't know. He's in... I'm not putting a pass in. Yeah. I'm fairly certain he's just in hell. Commanding the the legions of demons and whatnot. Yeah. He would have full access. The demons. Full access to that. Full access. It's like a sports channel or what? <laughs> demons playing demons. netball. No, I, see. <laughs> I wonder if that'd make it interesting. Netball's most infuriating sport <laughs> to fucking watch. Yeah. That in cricket. It's tough. Cricket's tough too. Sorry to our cricket fans and netball fans. I'm sure. Sorry, granddad. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's hard to watch. It is. My mum's super into it. She loves cricket. Dad loved netball at one point in time, but only when my sister was playing because he was getting very into it. He is supportive father. He has a permanent ban from the location where she was playing netball because he was too vocal. You know what? That makes sense. Questioned the referee too many times. (gasps) Tony, come on, ref. How about we head back to Lorraine? <laughs> yeah, we should talk about Lorraine and Ed, Ed, Ed too, I guess, because he's a bit of a life. Yeah, um, but he didn't pass away in 2019, did he? No. No. She she made it to a whopping, like, 92. 92. That's impressive. Um, Ed passed and she away at uh, age 76. Okay. So um, She had to go on for a while without him, which is unfortunate. Yeah, that's, that's really a bit sad. sad. Hmm. But I mean, they were together since they were, I want to say, 16 years old. They were very young. That is a huge life together that they had. He passed away in 2006, so she's just spent the last 13 years without him. And she. A decade without the love of your life. And your exorcist partner. Oh, yeah. Paranormal. I would stop doing exorcisms and shit. (laughs) She didn't. She was going hard. I'm just saying I would stop, because I'm like. I don't have my bodyguard anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, because she was a clairvoyant. She was a, um, I think she was a, she professed yeah. to be a clairvoyant. Yeah. That's what I've got written down. A, a light trance clairvoyant a or something like that. A light trance medium who worked medium. closely with her husband. I wonder what that means. Let's look that up Let's right now. Let's look it up. Light trance medium. This was a very last minute subject, I should say, about. Yeah. So we only like, just we... realised. And we've chatted about them in the last, like, podcast i believe yeah we did we actually did and, and we had no idea they were dead right we didn't she didn't die <laughs> when we recorded that podcast yeah she died early april april 18 oh that's not too long ago a trance medium is often seen as a form of mental mediumship most trance mediums remain conscious during a communication period wherein a spirit uses the medium's mind to communicate so, like in The Conjuring, mm-hmm. where she grabs everyone's hands and she closes her eyes and she sees, like, all that crazy stuff. Yeah. I guess that's, like, a film interpretation of what actually is happening when she's yeah. doing it. It reminds me of, like, in Conjuring 2, when she's having what I guess, like, visions of Valak, and then when she opens up her book, though I think, what well, she reading the Bible? Is that right? Hmm. When she opens it up later, she's scribbled in the name. Valak. Yeah. Because she was asking, what's your name? Yeah. Your and then she figured it out. And she figured out she defeated him. Her, it. I don't want to talk smack on them or anything, but did you know in that, the Enfield uh, poltergeist or whatever that was exactly in England, mm. they didn't get invited over there in real life. They went over there on their own accord and they didn't even get let into the house. What the fuck? But still pretty cool movie. It is a pretty good movie. It's a great movie. One of my favourite horror movies. Conjuring series is probably my favourite movie series of all time. Conjuring series. Aside the Avengers. Let's not talk about that. Still (laughs) still recovering. Still recovering. The Conjuring universe is probably one of the most scariest universes for me to watch. And I watch a lot of horror movies. I love... All horror, thriller, suspense, fucking send the demonic possession to me. I thought it would be 
your number one, but then when I was thinking about it, you recovered from it. I you re- still ain't recovered from Valak. I, yeah, I'm not. I you haven't seen The Nun yet, neither have I, because... Because um, of it. Yeah. I want to see it. I, I would just, love to see it. I need to have, like, about a month off afterwards yeah. to recover. Yeah, it's going to be tough. You're not going to be able to walk around in the dark. I don't. You <laughs> don't still. <laughs> it's been a year or two since you watched that movie. I don't... Well, no, I, I, I'm so scared of the dark because of <laughs> those things. I hate when... When people are like, oh, there's nothing to be scared of, there's nothing in the dark, it's just dark, you can just... Uh, yeah, there is. But, like, I don't know, have you seen every single fucking movie ever? <laughs> there is always someone in other dark. And you got blonde hair. You're the first one to die in a horror movie. I'm a blonde bimbo. And all what those... I when I've got my nails on, I've got my lashes on, I've got a push-up bra on, I'm the first to fucking die. I'm the first that you see tits and then die. We did a poll recently on our Instagram page. <laughs> Go to our Instagram page, you, me, and a poltergeist followers, where we asked who would survive in a horror movie, who would be more likely to survive. And the votes were overwhelmingly in your favour, yet here you are professing that you will die first. Well, okay. Based off my stereotype, I would. Based off by me, personally, I wouldn't. I'm selfish as fuck. I'm going to throw you in front of the bad guy so i survive and i'd probably try and fight the bad guy for you and you would die very heroically i'd have a good scene definitely yeah and everyone would be like that fucking bitch she did nothing i'd be like yeah of course (laughs) but i survived (laughs) i survived the poll was right the poll was correct although for uh, my friends that voted against me you're uninvited from my future wedding. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm kidding. Maybe. I don't know. You just might not be in the bridal party. I don't know, okay? <laughs> anyway. What do you want to talk about with Lorraine? I thought I would just pretty much talk about them together. Because I feel like you can't talk about Lorraine without talking about Ed. They were a team. Oh, yeah. Just like you and me, baby. I know. I know. Just like Kath and Kale. Just like Kath and Kale. Yeah. That's beautiful. Done. <laughs> Has anyone else watched Lunatics on Netflix yet? Such a good show. Fuck! Oh my god! I just I can't. Like oh. yeah. the Gold Coast. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Put a scrunchie on every second post. <laughs> just to piss the neighbours off. <laughs> Fucking. It's hundred percent Gold Coast. 100% any bogan ever, though, to be honest. Me. I wonder if there are bogan ghosts. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you reckon? I would be. You know how there's, like, Native American burial grounds and, like, Native American ghosts and stuff? Are there Native Australian, like, Aboriginal ghosts and ghost stories? Oh, 100%. I know there's lots of, like, dream time stories and stuff like that, but that's a lot about, like, you know, their religion and things of that nature. Yeah, I do wonder what the widespread uh, sort of law would be of their mythology with demons and whatnot. Because I do not believe they actually kept much in the way of, like, transcripts of their it's culture. All, um, paintings and... Paintings, storytelling, just like you said, like, with the dream time. True. Ed and Lorraine did some seriously awesome, like, stuff. <laughs> A lot of awesome stuff. Uh, they authored numerous books about the paranormal I'd love to get one of their books and read it we should do that because we'd be able to talk about a lot of it you could read it to me so I can go to sleep at night I think that it'd have the opposite effect no 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 your voice is so soothing (laughs) (laughs) yeah like I was saying Ed and Lorraine had some serious legit adventures they did and they accumulated quite a collection of interesting objects as we talked about last week with haunted objects Ed and Lorraine Warren, the Warren Occult Museum, has some of the scariest things in it ever. I feel like that's the most haunted place in the world because everything inside of that is haunted. It's not even open up to the public. No. No. And no you know who caretakes it? A priest. Fuck. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. And every t- I've watched a video oh. where they went through with the um, camera and they filmed the priest going in. He has like a little the chain with a little <gasps> sensor on it with the smoke. And he swings it. Was it sage? Probably sage, yeah. And he swings it as he's going in and he's doing a prayer, like doing the cross on him as he enters in. And he's like, do not touch a single thing. 
and the guy that was going through on this virtual tour bumped into something, but luckily it was just like a, a decoration piece or something like that. And he's like, oh, don't worry about that. But if he touched the wrong thing, he could have gotten like a you know, demon jump onto him or something like that. Oh, and I watched Lorraine doing an interview for the... Oh, she was doing the interview from the museum mm-hmm. for the Annabelle movie. And they were doing it in front of Annabelle. And you could see how uncomfortable she was around that doll. Like, her eyes were, like, watering, and she would not look at it. She said, I'm not going to look at it. And she was well, she looked terrified well, of it. Well, being a clairvoyant as well, she would have been oh, feeling getting the everything from that. Yeah. This is a, when they really start to show emotion for no other apparent reason is when you're like, fuck, they're a mm. medium of some kind. And they really feel that energy. I think there's just so much dark energy in that room because of all the cursed and whatnot objects in there. When I was watching the walkthrough, it was the film, the film, uh, the person filming, sorry, lady interviewer, then the priest. When the lady walked in, she immediately said, I feel like I need to cry. Like, just mm. not like a, you know, that she's feeling sad and not distressed Not like she's overwhelmed by anything. Like just the emotion of... From the room. The yeah. energy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's how people so feel when they're around me. I get it. <laughs> they want to cry. Feed in their eyes. They're like, whoa. Tell me some more. They claim to have investigated over 10,000 cases during their career. 10,000 K... Wait, let's, let's make a point of that. The Warrens were among the first investigators in the controversial Amityville haunting. What's the Amityville one again? The one where they read it and it's got Ryan Reynolds in it. <laughs> Did they? I've never seen it. I, I haven't seen it for so long and I re- I've been wanting to watch it again. I can't even explain it to you. It's about a house. Oops, that's sorry. A house that's like creepy? Yeah, well, it's haunted. There's two movies about it. There's the 1976 movie, and then it was remade into the 2005 movie with, as I said, Deadpool's in it. Ryan Reynolds. Slash Pikachu. I thought Deadpool was actually in it. That makes Amityville Horror. Featuring Deadpool. Feed Deadpool. Damn, the Warrens are cool. They're a pretty badass team. Like, they are relationship goals. None of this Kim Ye... And fucking no. Bradgelant, they broke up. That's not goals, is it? It's like Ed Rain. Ed Rain. That's the that's the couple name. <laughs> What's our couple name? Bravo or Bell Bray. I don't like Bell at all. Bell? No. No. Braylinda. Braylinda, I like that. Okay. What about Beldon? Beldon? Again with the Bell. Sounds like a kind of food. I'd eat it. So they have a whole bunch of cool cool little hauntings and whatnot. Made very famous in over 17 films and documentaries. Hmm, hell yeah. Just the original Conjuring was based off of the Perrin family, family. haunting. Happy so this family is pretty much haunting. just like a witch that dies on a property. As they do. Straight up haunts the shit out of those people who live there. That family. But I have to say as well, not only the witch died there, I believe there were a number of gruesome murders, suicides, and everything within that house or around that property. Do you know what I love hearing about? What? Gruesome murders. (laughs) That's your favourite? I want to know how they did it. When they did it, what they used, why they did it, to the best possible extent of knowledge. It was Bathsheba with a large sewing needle to a one-year-old baby. Oh my god. Apparently she killed the one-year-old baby with a large sewing needle behind the back of the head. How do you do... Oh. She just... Well, their heads are still pretty soft then, right? The base of the skull just pushed it through. And there wasn't Which enough evidence. Feel that that's really yeah. There wasn't enough evidence to actually convict her, so she got away scot free. Yeah, baby could have just fallen on it. To be honest, babies are so clumsy. <laughs> Perfectly in the back of the skull, <laughs> <laughs> right in the spot that kills you. Yeah, it's yeah. an accident. And you shouldn't have been in the sewing room. I do find it a... <laughs> exactly running around with all those needles on the ground. <laughs> oh. I spilled my needles, left them there, and the baby, the baby fell on it. What? <laughs> what? What? Um, <laughs> 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 I don't 
don't know why that's my go-to. <laughs> I do think it's a bit odd that they decided that Bathsheba was the one who was haunting the place, considering all the different... They're not even sure if she's a witch. But I'm not trying to... But, I'm not here to witch shit on the Warrens. Which sounds better, though. Oh, 100%. Like, come on. you got to embellish shit, shit just a little bit. And the reason why they called her a witch was because she killed the baby and they believed that it was for a ritual of some like kind to Satan. Kind of thing. But let's face it. Back in that day when that was happening, like 1848 or whenever it was, that was commonplace. People thinking that witches were doing things. She was probably just... She was probably just severely mentally ill. Or she just probably had a sewing room full of needles. And the baby fell over. <laughs> the, Plausible deniability. Just a pit of needles. And the one pricked her. Just like booby traps everywhere. The baby ah, just needles. set one off. <laughs> <laughs> Bat- booby trap. was doing some like home alone shit. The yeah. baby just walks out of nowhere. <laughs> booby trap or baby trap? Oh, maybe she had the needle in her boobies. <laughs> Booby trap. And the baby was like, I need food. Base of skull. <laughs> She's like, not a problem, my child. Take. Take. She's got a needle hanging out of boob. Just like... <laughs> That's a severe piercing. I would know. You would know. So they thought Bathsheba was the one haunting it. This is what Lorraine and Ed came to the conclusion of. Why because... Because one of the ladies was laying on a couch mm. and she felt a sudden pain in her calf. When she got up, she looked at her calf and she had a little dot on the back of her calf and there was needle. blood spilled out on the ground. Behind. Yeah, like a needle. And that was the only real instance where that happened. Mm. Every time you say where someone has been hurt, I immediately feel it in my leg. And then before in the back of my neck, like I felt... Right. You're just thinking of it? Or I'm is just, it actually no, I'm just thinking of it, and I'm okay. just like, oh, I All can right. feel yeah, yeah. how that yeah, is. Yeah. No, no, I'm not saying anything. I'm just okay. saying, when you say it, I'm thinking about it, mm. and yeah, I can feel it. I'm mm. just like... Mm-hmm. That would be painful. And I'm like... Yeah. I don't like... Apparently, Mrs. Perrin, the owner of the house, also not... Only, well, this is another reason why they thought it was Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, she woke up and saw the witch standing at the end of the bed, and the witch said, Get out, get out, I'll drive you out with death and gloom. That's my authentic witch voice. With death and gloom. <laughs> yeah, I'd be terrified. Especially if someone said, death and gloom, like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd be scared or just confused. Like, uh... I think I'd be more scared of the fact that someone's standing at the end of my bed. And you're like, I don't know you. And then when they say that, I'd be like, at ease, like, ah, it's just a silly person. Ah, it's just a silly person holding a needle about to stab me in the back of the neck. Exactly. (laughs) Looking out for baby traps. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, come here, suckle on my teeth. (laughs) After Ed and Lorraine got there, the hauntings actually worsened. Hmm. And unlike in the film, the Warrens were unable to dispel the vicious spirits. And the family just straight up had to leave the home. So, another family actually owns... But in the film, they couldn't leave the house. Why not? Every time they'd leave. Or or am I thinking about Insidious? I can't remember. I I can't remember the plot of the first Conjuring, honestly. I think I can't. I don't think I've even seen the first Conjuring. That's the... 100%... Don't do that. Sorry. That literally scares the shit you out of me. You just freaked out. <laughs> because... You shook when I clapped just then. Are you okay? Yeah, because I was trying to explain to you the part that I remember of the movie that I know that it's the first one. And, yeah, when, and you did that. Because, okay, so there's a part, I'm going red. There's a part in the movie where they are, I think they're playing that game. Yep. And the hands come out of the cupboard and clap. And yeah. then they walk over to it and there's nothing in the cupboard. But then they look up and there's like, oh, there's a monster up on the cupboard. Is it like a Bathsheba? Yeah. And it was, fuck that. I screamed right. when I saw that. And I'm freaking the fuck out thinking about so it. So you're scared because I clapped. Because I was thinking of that scene and it and I, and I and it, me up, man. I hit you with the, I'm sorry to impart that upon you. 
You're scared now? <laughs> so, uh, the, there's new homeowners who own that house currently. Burn it! Uh, they said... The, the woman who lives there has said she's experienced a number of things, but she tries to apply science to each of them, which then lessens it. So, you know, she's heard conversation in other rooms. She sort of thinks, maybe there's a radio on. Maybe it's in the architecture. Exactly. Maybe the house is settling. I've seen How I Met Your Mother, okay? You know that scene? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Where he's, like, in the hall and he's like... Well, as you said, the house settling. I think that's the most creepiest noise is a house settling. Oh, that's pretty creepy. You see that? Yeah, I saw that. Did the light flicker? Yeah. You know, that's been happening a lot. What, to those? No, to any light. Oh, yeah. All right. My heart is racing. Really? I'm, I get scared easily. There's something you're going to learn throughout this podcast, guys. I get very scared. Very I'm, easily. I get very paranoid. A lot. A lot of paranoia. I get my car and I lock it straight away. Mm. I don't like looking in my rearview mirror when I'm driving at night. Mm. If I look in there, there's some girl just in the back of my seat. That could be an issue. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> This is gonna sound bad, but I took a corner a little bit hard tonight. I had the dogs in the back. I didn't know if they'd fallen off the seat or not, and I wanted to look. But you couldn't. I could not bring myself Just to Just in look. case there was some phantom back there petting the dogs. That's fucking worse. How dare she touch my dogs? <laughs> Anyways. The dogs are fine, by the way. Only slight concussions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kidding. I get I get sort of scared for little periods of time, but things like little lights flickering and stuff like that don't mm-hmm. scare me particularly. That scares me. I think just because I'm a paranoid person. I I feel safe always in terms of paranoid paranormal stuff. I but I think you feel like that, and I'm just putting words in your mouth because you have a little bit of like religious faith to background. fall onto so I feel like I can protect myself whereas like I've just been brought up with yeah, nothing's real nothing's real <laughs> but ghosts are real Okay. my dad's twin sister she has seen like she she helped my pop pass over my pop was Is she like a psychic medium or something kinda sorta it's creepy I started crying when she told me and I wasn't really upset yeah so she, when my pop was really sick, he was in hospital, obviously, and it was his last moments and he couldn't really talk or do anything much, but he kept looking up to the ceiling and pointing and my auntie said to him, I know, I can see them too. It's all right. You can go. And she said what she could see was his sisters, like up kind of in Ugh, the ceiling I'm area. Goosebumps. Yeah. That's how I knew that she was telling the truth because I got goosebumps when she told me. Mm. But yeah, she could see them. She's like, it's all right. You, you can go now. It's fine. We're okay. We'll be fine. If you if they're there for you, it's okay. And then passed over and that was it. And she said she could see him walk out the door. That's creepy. Yeah. But kind of cool. Kind of cool, kind of creepy. She told me so many stories. My mum has a really cool story. Thought she saw dad's dad, but I think it was dad's granddad, granddad but not his biological granddad. Okay. But anyway, she saw someone. In that house. Interesting. That my dad used to live in. Hmm. My nun's house. Yeah. A lot of creepy stuff. My dad's had like, he was falling asleep at the wheel. It's just some shit for you guys. My dad one night was falling asleep on the way to work. He's always been a night shift worker. He vividly remembers seeing dad's a policeman, put his hand out to stop. And dad slammed on his brakes. But what dad didn't know was he was actually falling asleep. Because then, then dad opened up his eyes. No one was there. Nothing. No policeman, no police car. There was nothing. Dad was just falling asleep on the road. Damn. So someone was watching over him. Someone saved his life that night. That's so interesting. I've had a situation similar to that. It's nothing quite like life-saving or anything, but it's to do with sleep and then like seeing something that's Mm. sort of happening in real life. I remember it was before my 
pee plate test. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I was using a Suzuki Swift, my whole L's, and then we sold it. But luckily one of our neighbours had a Suzuki Swift. So I asked him if I could borrow it and he said, yes, I've just got to get the keys. I didn't get the keys. I forgot. And I was like, oh, I can just get them off him in the morning. Then I'm like, oh, shit, he works at the airport. So he probably gets up for work at, like, 4.30 in the morning. So I'm going to have to get up at, like, 4.30 in the morning. I forgot to set my alarm. But you know what did happen? I had a dream that I was in his house, or I wasn't really in his house as much as I was just, like, looking down at him getting ready for work and making breakfast, eating it, putting his suit on, whatnot, uh, getting his keys and exiting the door. As he exits the door, I wake up and charge outside, and he's exiting the door of his house. And I'm like, what the hell? And then I got the keys, and I passed my test. Mainly because I told the driving instructor that that story, and he let me pass, because I did some things that should have failed me. I really don't know how I passed mine either, to be honest. I did not reverse in a straight line. I um, stopped over a stop line. I didn't look over my shoulder when I was merging onto the highway. And he still passed me. You flashed your boobs. Yeah, well, I'm trying to leave that part of the story <laughs> out. Well, come on. Come on. No one needs to know that about me. Come on. Come on. I'm a decent human being. I only wear one scrunchie, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah. Continue on with Bathsheba. I think maybe what we're trying to get at is we're psychic mediums too. I don't think we are. I think I'm a sleep trance medium. <laughs> I think I, don't think I, I just am. get paranoid and I have a lot of emotions. I just have a lot of feelings inside. <laughs> yeah. I just but wish we could make cakes with maples and smiles and we could eat it and all be what's happy. That mean girls. Oh, there we go. <laughs> she doesn't even go here. <laughs> <laughs> Reference. So mm. I can tell you a bit more about this Amityville horror considering you forgot and it has Deadpool in it. Yes, please. So, Amityville Horror is perhaps, of course, the Warrens most famous case. I feel like everyone knows that name and doesn't really know that it's attributed to the Warrens. I, um, to be honest, TBH, everybody, I did not know it was a Warrens case. Yeah. Until I was looking at all of this stuff this evening and I was like, holy fucking shit, the Amityville Horror? So, and The Haunting in Connecticut, by the way, which is one of my all-time favorite horror movies. Warrens. It's a Warrens. They've done everything. They've become I've been super famous. Man. <laughs> exactly. I think that's what they're singing now. I'm gonna go horror conjuring. Valley, Pazuzu, They didn't do anything with Pazuzu, did they? No, I don't know. Nah, we'll search it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pazuzu plus Warrens <laughs> equals forever. <laughs> yeah. Love heart, like carved into a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Amityville Horror, apparently in 1974, Ronald DeFeo Jr. shot and killed six members of his family, including his parents and siblings, in a house situated in a quiet little neighborhood in Amityville. Amityville. That's right. Long Island. Long Island, it's all upset. (laughs) So (laughs) Gorge, George. (laughs) Did you read it as Gorge? I read it Gorge. George and Kathy Lutz and their three children moved into the house. And after a month, the Lutzes left the house. You could say the Lutzes luck ran out. <laughs> the Lutzes luck ran out. Uh, they are claimed to be terrorized by spooks. Spooks, ghouls, and everything of the night. Spook, exactly. And just all sorts. Uh, I don't really have that much more information on that, but they uh, took a polygraph mm-hmm. test. To appease the naysayers, and they passed. So they took a lie detector test and passed. They told the truth, apparently. But those are pretty easy to fool. Yeah, because polygraph tests, are, they go off your heartbeat. So if you... Are a sociopath. If, yeah, if you're a sociopath you. and you can, like you don't feel things. So nothing makes you nervous. Nothing scares you. Mm. You, don't, you don't feel guilt when you lie. No, Belinda. I did not kill those people. Is that like an example of a sociopath? That sounds very guilty to me. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a robot. (laughs) Uh, Just because a sociopath technically is one, 
I think the main thing to look out for is if after they say, no, Belinda, I did not kill those people. If they follow Their that eyes up. eyes go red and they're like, and they go, meep morp. Or something like that. morp. If they go something like that. Beep, beep, beep. Maybe they're a robot. I need to go charge. <laughs> <laughs> Can I borrow your USB <laughs> port? Hey, so. I know I love the Warrens. The Warrens were some of my favourite paranormal investigators. But someone's got to fill their place. I think it's us. I think <laughs> you may be right, but I need you to have an interview with me. So, you know, if we're going to be a team, I need to know you got my back. So we just discussed before how I would throw you in front of the killer. All right, well, you've already off to a bad start. <laughs> no, I'll take this seriously. All right, this is... As yeah. serious as it can get for this a comedy is, podcast. Okay. This is serious. It's a multiple choice questions, so you know, you don't have to worry too much. I think um, multiple choice is my best option. All right. <laughs> you know, it's multiple choice, but there's no wrong answers. Oh, but there's probably going to be. But there are yeah. wrong answers. Uh, so the first question here. So... You've been called to help a family who claims their young daughter has recently begun speaking in a deep voice and has shown signs of supernatural strength. Is she taking testosterone? Is she transitioning? Things we've got to ask. But <laughs> before going to investigate, what should you advise the family to do? A. Draw a cross on her head in blood of goat. <laughs> what the fuck? You wrote in, this. Drawing cross on her head in blood of goat. <laughs> <laughs> Draw a cross on her forehead in goat's blood yeah. And bind her feet with velvet rope Ooh, velvet. B Tie her down to a bed or chair And erect holy symbols around the room yeah. C Have her tested both physically and mentally by medical professionals To ensure she isn't suffering a psychotic break D Possible. Push that bitch down a well The demon's got her now okay, if we push... Or C Other of your choice you just went C, D, C. I make the order. <laughs> e, I meant to say. Or other of my choice. Enjoy those options again. Um, blood of let- goat. <laughs> okay. Let's not do blood of goat. Okay. That is Russian option. Russian. We don't do Russian option. Okay. No blood of goat. No velvet rope. No velvet rope. No. Everyone knows Russians love their velvet ropes. <laughs> So no goat blood, no, no blood velvet blood. roping. Tie her down? I don't think that's Erect necessary. those holy symbols? Maybe a couple. A couple of holy symbols, can't But hurt. then again, I'm pretty like, it's just a cross. Someone do shit. Okay. I would... Have her tested? Have her tested. Okay, one, like I said, she could be transitioning. She's probably taking some testosterone yeah. shots, got patches, I don't know, I don't know how they do it. So you could be on roids, yeah, trying to beef up. It's 2019, we don't know. Exactly. Exactly, beefing up, exactly. Trying to get that summer bold. But I would recommend getting them checked out first. Okay. Because it could be a psychotic break. I mean, have you seen me when I have a mental breakdown? You're on roids. I'm always on roids. How else do you think I get so buff? I hope at home you're following along with us. Because you may be able to join our paranormal team. But we'll no, find out. you can't because it's a duo. <laughs> hey, we don't know yet. You ain't passed the test yet. There's more questions. Fuck. So, question number two. You arrive at the scene and immediately realise something is wrong. The family is waiting out the front of the house and refuses to enter. Claiming a portal to hell has opened up within the premises. The young girl is nowhere to be found. What do you do? A... Chant a preemptive blessing over yourself and proceed to enter the home to bring the girl to safety. B. Load your super soaker with holy water and say, Looks like you've entered the splash zone. <laughs> Before like rushing one. in. C. Arm yourself with a silver cross and Bible and begin reading aloud as you enter. D. Ask the family if anyone's recently purchased secondhand bunk beds. Or E. <laughs> Other of your choice. I think in that case, I think I might go a little bit option A, a little bit option, option B. 
super soaker <laughs> with the holy, holy water. water. Absolutely. And probably get someone to say a blessing over me. I probably won't say Will it. your blessing consist of God protect me, you're about to enter the splash zone, or are you mixing the two or just keeping one or the other? I need to know. <laughs> this is very important. <laughs> I might just start singing Danger Zone. Oh, you're in. <laughs> we don't need the rest of it. But we'll continue on anyway. Right. Danger Zone. <laughs> I like it. I've so, some like aviators on. Oh, I like that on the top of my head. Then I do that shit. nod thing. They come down. I've just got my silver yeah. soaker and I'm pumping it up. I'm ready I want to, to go. figure out. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so... <laughs> I was going to take the aviators off to go back inside there because my eyes aren't that great. <laughs> yeah, it's probably dark in there too. Yeah, a little bit. It probably should. We can assume pen. this is happening at night. I was... Okay. Okay, <laughs> good. So... <laughs> Everything else happened at night. Question three, it's or C. I can't scary. remember how I was categorising this. Question three. <laughs> okay. You find the girl, <coughs> or she finds you. She charges at you, walking upside down like a spider, screaming demonic curses. Do you a shoot the chain on the chandelier? Chandelier on the chandelier. <laughs> shoot the chain on the chandelier. No way, brother. Shoot the chain on the fuck <laughs> on the chandelier, dangling above her, sending it plummeting onto her. Yes. B invoke a holy power and rebuke that bitch. C. <laughs> that just reminds me of South Park. Like the South Park game, when you can like call on Jesus to like defeat the fucking bullies. Are you gonna do that? Nah. So C, run. run. D. <laughs> D. Get out your holy bug spray and exterminate. Or E, other. <laughs> um, I think shooting the chain on the chandelier. <laughs> chandelier. Get that chandelier. <laughs> ah, from the chandelier. Chandelier. I hate that song. I don't actually like Sia all that much. Sorry, no. Sia. Fuck you. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd shoot the chain Sia. from the chandelier. Absolutely. Hell. And you're going to kill the little girl. Well, she's probably already killed someone by this point. So what's true, the... true, true. She's so just going to go to jail or something. Let's say the, chand- the chandelier just traps her. I'd assume it would. If she's got ridiculously strong powers at this point, it's not going to kill her. So, you manage to engage in conversation. This is question four. (laughs) With the demon inhabiting the girl. Mm -hmm. It becomes readily apparent that you're going to need backup. Who do you call? Ghostbusters! Damn it. Oh, no, it's not one of them. I nearly put it down. What? You should have. Okay, so, who do you call? A, the Jesuit priests. Jesuits. Known for tying children down to beds. B. It's Catholic ones. Catholic exorcists. Is that B? That's B. C. Okay. A psychic medium. D. Me. Or or E. Other. Well, I'd assume you'd already be with me. You know what I'm saying? So of course you'd be there. Okay, you be. I think I think you're getting the right answer there. Yeah, someone's getting something nice. All right, so we got two more questions left. Two more questions. Just to see whether you will become part of my team. So you begin an exorcism on the girl trapped hey under yeah, the chandelier, hey yeah, hey yeah, and after hey a few yeah. days of ritual, you manage to expel the demon and have a chance to confront it one on one. I'm really scared. How do you destroy it? A Overload it with electricity. B. Shoot it with a bull... A bullet. <laughs> shoot it with a bull. <laughs> I'm it... shoot it with a bull. I can't speak. Shoot it with a bullet that I'm was... I'm the one that's had a glass of wine no, no. and you can't speak. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to shoot it with a bullet that was blessed by the Pope? Bullet blessed by the Pope. C. Cast it away with a holy word. Casting it away with a holy word. D. Block the exits with salt and burn that house to the ground. Oh, yeah, we'll do it some supernatural stuff. Or E, other. <laughs> or E, other. Um, when you said salt, immediately thought of supernatural, mm. um, Dean and Sam. So hopefully they're part of the backup sure. as well. That could be your other question. So you're going to overload with electricity, shoot it with a boat, a so, boat bullet. <laughs> I feel like... This is the demon, yeah. This is a demon. you got to kill that demon. I want to trap it. 
Okay. I would... I'm going to pick E for this for other. I feel like I would do the whole salt thing around the house. That way it's trapped in the house, if that's the way that this demon works. Um, You're going to put in a Dybbuk box? And I was literally thinking that. I'm going to put in, like, some kind of box or something and then just... Bury it. Bury it. Just burn the box, maybe. Burn the box. I don't want to burn down a whole house. That's someone's home. That is somewhere where people live. Like, I don't want to take their home away from them. Fair. Fair. I'm going to give them back their home. Okay. That's our slogan. We give you back your home. <laughs> All right. Well. Have that as a bumper sticker. Very nice. And now to our final question. But also want to call Ghostbusters. This is the question that has Ghostbusters in it. So, if you managed to pass all the previous questions, which of the following would be the most appealing Exorcist team name? A. The Exorcisters. The Exorcisters. (laughs) B. I love it. Bible Bashers. C. Ghostbusters. Bible Bashers. That's. I. We bash demons with Bibles. D. It's a very derogative term for <laughs> Christians. Okay. Like, no. That's, that's, that's ruled out. That's, um, that's coming from me. <laughs> I'm this atheist over here, but I believe in ghosts. Hey, hey, hey. D, the poltergeist. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> like that other. No, the poltergeist. We, we the poltergeist. I like that. Loki, because our podcast name is You Mean a Poltergeist. Fuck! Our our fucking podcast name should have been the Poltergeist. That's a pretty good God one. God fucking damn yeah, it. Yeah, but you're not a guy. We could have been the Exorcist. I can get a sex change. Okay, okay. We could be the Exorcister and the Poltergeist. That's too much. We are superheroes that just fight demons. I'm the Exorcist and you're the Poltergeist. The Poltergeist. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Marvel, who are we talking about? Yeah, hey? get us in your universe. Who are you? Endgame, we on that... We be bringing back shit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even know those Infinity Stones in the one I'm playing. Yeah. I got, am a gonna live forever. We got the power Spoiler. of chandeliers and poke bullets. Chandeliers and wool. <laughs> <laughs> and wool. <laughs> what was that laugh? I've never heard you laugh like that. I never laughed at that. There's too many people around. Sounded like my dad. Oh, really? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking that was a good interpretation. That's exactly like my dad. Oh, my God. You know what they say? You marry your parents. I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> We've been recording for an hour. We've barely talked about nothing. <laughs> We've barely talked about about. I think we've done good though. You know, we tried our best to talk about the warrants in this, but they have just so much I think we to could, talk about. I think our podcast in itself is going to take time to dedicate to them more. We I should just get really want to do a special one, I guess, just like We'll go into detail. We'll There's go. so much to pull into. We can't cover it all right in this episode. But the Warrens were a beautiful, not. beautiful couple and we're very sad for Lorraine's passing. And uh, we hope they've met in wherever they are now. And oh, absolutely. Currently... Do you know what? Actually, it was when I was searching. Did you see the spirit box thing too? Where he's like, Lorraine is with Ed. She's talking. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't... didn't I didn't watch it, but I watched some of it. I didn't watch it. I didn't want to watch it. Right. So I was like, I don't know if you're doing this for views. Yeah. I but feel you're like being it's... disrespectful. I wonder how much power a soul would have. Where it can just be like, that person on the other side of the universe or whatever, across the other side of the world, is talking to me. And they can just suddenly be there to talk. It's like, how does that work? Mm. Does a soul or a spirit have to be, like, at the location to make a work? Or can they just, like, tune in from anywhere? Have you ever watched The Long Island Medium? Never. Oh my god, she's hilarious. So she's from New Jersey. Cool. And, um, Does she only do medium things for celebrities? No, that's... There's a celebrity medium show there, that I've watched. Yeah, it's there hilarious. is. The guy? Yeah. He's not funny. <laughs> I like watching his shows. I always cry. But the Long Island medium, I forget her name. She's so funny. There's like a, an episode... Well, there's plenty of episodes, obviously, but there's one that I saw recently. She... 
she's getting her hair done and one of the hairstylist's friend had just passed away mm. and she was sitting there going, I've got to talk to him. There's someone coming through. Mm. So it's, I don't think it's necessarily like that there has to be an object for them, but I think the person that they're associated with. The would, energy is among them. Yeah. That brings the spirit through mm. that brings through that voice. So when I saw the clip of this guy going, Lorraine speaking two days after she's died or whatever it was. Yeah. I just, I couldn't, I actually couldn't believe it. I was being very skeptical about it. Cause I was like, no, it could be views. It could be just views. You could, or it could be nice. You keep looking at my boobs. Yeah. They're nice. It's very distracting. So, she would do that a lot. Like she would just be walking through like a, like a shops or something. And she'd be like, excuse me, you, did your dad die? Cause he's coming through for me and he's saying this and he's saying, he's saying it like this. And that person just becomes so overwhelmed with the, like the energy that's coming through her wow. because of, you know, the loss of this person's mm. significant other or loved one. Awesome. So yeah, I think as much as, People want Lorraine to be coming through other people and telling us she's okay and she's with Ed. I don't think that anything that'll come out is actually true. I feel like there's, there'd be a lot of people playing on people's sort of sadness for the passing. Absolutely. And because be like... it's so, so soon. I mean, it can't, like, of course, spirits can come through quickly like that, but... I mean, I mean, I'd did you still know be catching her personally? If, if if you died and I was away from you for thirteen years, I'd be spending like a week not talking to anyone else but you. Only a week. Yeah. I think we've done a pretty good job talking about things. We do a very good job about talking about things. None of that made sense. I think we should end the podcast here. I also think that everyone should go follow us on Instagram at you, me, and a poltergeist. And swing on that, chan- that chandelier over to Facebook. Okay. <laughs> Again, it's you, me, and a poltergeist. We are available across all podcast platforms. If you can't find us by now, you're doing something wrong. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Hey, can I just tell you guys, when I got the email saying that we were like good to go on Spotify... I got so excited. You I was so excited. dancing. I was screaming it out. We went to Coles and I was like, we on Spotify, Vigis. We famous now. And I yelled at a girl. She didn't know who we were. I <laughs> mean, the audacity we're on Spotify. How does she not know who we Spotify are? Spotify for two minutes. Have you heard of me? <laughs> I'm getting merch. I'm merch. Hey guys, should we do merch? Because I'm like serious. I just want to do merch now. We've only got like 75 followers on Instagram, but I think it's a good enough audience. We're gonna sell out. We'll get very limited stock. <laughs> very, very limited stock. <laughs> like five I mean, shirts. <laughs> I was gonna go with one. No, because I want one. Alright, I'll have one. Two. And yeah, then two. No, Miffy can have one. That's three. Cool. Three shirts. shirts. All right. Limited stock. Going to three people already. Pre-order suit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. But yeah, follow us everywhere you can. Thank you for listening. Rate, view, comment, subscribe. I don't know how you do it on podcasts. Stay spooky. And exercise regularly. Bye. Bye.